What was your number one? Welcome to episode 132 of Comical Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... Miguel Garza! What's going on, man? Not much, man. How you doing? Tired. Yeah, I can see that. Really tired. You'd be a little short with me. And you're not short. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you did come an hour later than you were supposed to. Dude, I can't help that. You know how it goes with us when we start working? Yeah, I know. You gotta work that sucker. It's just been a long couple of days. I didn't get much sleep last night. Cats are being ridiculous. They kept me up all night, so... You got a cat problem, too? I got a cat problem as well. Apparently, my boy is taking care of his girlfriend's cat. It's a little bitty kitten, about as small as your hand, and it meows all the damn time, so the dogs bark. So you're like, who do you put down, the cat or the dog? The boy. The boy? <laughs> but here's the funny part. The freaking boy left. He's staying at his friend's house because his girlfriend's out of town went capping. So you're taking care We're of We're taking care of this goddamn yeah. cat. That's fucked up. Yeah, well, well played, boy. Well played. <laughs> I was right. You should take him out. Nice. <laughs> We got a lot to go over this week and not a lot of time to do it, so let's rush through everything. Okay. (laughs) What were your top two books this week? My number two book of the week was Spider-Man 2099, number 14 by Peter David and Will Sliney. I haven't read it. Tell me about it. Shit. (laughs) It was good. Spider-Man. More Spider-Man. and then <laughs> No, basically, Spider-Man went back in the future. Remember, everything is messed up. The future's all crazy. They're hunting down superheroes. Uh, well, he gets caught by the Punisher, who doesn't like, who the hell is the Punisher? And so he's dragging him along, and, sh- and he's trying to get more information. So he shocks the crap out of him. Anyway, Ghost Rider shows up. Pretty badass-looking Ghost Rider on some freaking-looking weird vehicle. Like Ghost Rider 2099? Or, or- yeah, yeah, Ghost Rider 2099. Okay. Ghost Rider in the future. He's right. badass. And shocks the guy, I mean, gets the guy off of him, and Spider-Man him take away, and he takes her off, excuse me, he takes Spider-Man off to go meet Strange, because Strange is trying to hunt down Captain America, female Captain America, because she came to the future to do something, but Spider-Man, remember, he learned about the guy from the, uh, the mutant guy that can see the future shit, right? and so he's got to stop her before she does something that's going to cause even worse shit, so he's trying to hunt her down. Well, he goes to see Doctor Strange, who's a female. And Moon Knight is there, who's a female, and helping to take a demon off of Doctor Strange. It gets really kind of crazy for a while. Ghost Rider's like, nah, I'm not people, people, I'm out of here. <laughs> so he leaves. Uh, but in the end, basically, uh, he's talking to Strange, trying to figure out what to do. And whoever's ahead of Alchemax, we, we, I don't know who it is. It's not his uncle, and it's not the Sinister Six, because they got taken out. They got these three new power people, the family, they call them, to go hunt down Spider-Man and stop him. It's probably going to be Otto, right? Yeah, you see... Uh, well, no, that's in Spider-Man. Right, but I mean, if Otto... Oh, yeah, you're probably right, yeah. He, he probably finds a way to survive and, and do that in the future. Probably, because you don't see anything. It's all silhouetted. You don't really... You can't tell. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out who the bad guy is. But you see Captain America there. She's trying to hunt down people, too. And, of course, you know, the superheroes aren't liked in that time. So it's really good. I'm not doing any justice, but it's really, it's really interesting. Cool. I'll have to read it. I mean, I didn't have much time this week to read everything. I did read a few books, but uh, I've definitely got to catch up on some stuff. It's definitely a really hectic week. I understand. <laughs> no kidding. It's going to get crazier this week. Yeah. Uh, my number two was Saga number 37 from Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples. I didn't get to read this. How good? How was that? Uh, it was really good. We kind of got a touch on every single character. It was like a little bit longer than typical. So like, like we, a recap one so people know who they are or where they're at? Or Well, I mean, you get to see the family, you know, Marco and Alana and their daughter. Okay. And the ghost, and they're on the ship, the and ghost. the ship is broken. I mean, they escaped from that prison, uh, and... 
they're leaking gas, so they don't really have a way to make it to another planet. So their only option is to crash land on that comet that's flying around. And this is the comet that was like the sex planet where the the, <laughs> the other girl got got released from. Uh-huh. You know, remember uh, the Will and his uh, ex Marco's ex wife released the the girl yeah. from slavery. Well, you get to see what's going on with them. Like they basically. Uh, destroy Marco's helmet, the magic helmet, uh-huh. and use that for fuel to get them to the comet. So they make it to the comet just in time, and uh, then you're seeing what's going on with the Will and the Brand and uh, Lion Cat and the girl, and you get Hi. to see what's going on with the other Wraith person that's on the ship with them who completely is not okay with the relationship, the one who escaped from prison with right. the daughter. Uh-huh. There's just so much going on, and you get to kind of see every little piece and all the little people you haven't touched on in a while. I just really enjoyed it. It was a nice refresher, kind, okay. of, kind of seeing where everybody was and where things are going. And it ended in kind of a funny, lighthearted way, which I liked. Uh, I'm, I'm just looking forward to reading more. Saga's great. What number was this? This was number 37. Well, it makes sense, because it has been going on for a while, and there's been a lot of, lot of stuff going on, a lot of different directions, people getting capped, and you know they jump ahead. And they, so that, that's a good issue oh, about, about I, now. The, the most messed up part, too, was uh, Prince Robot. Uh-huh. Because he's, <laughs> he's laying in bed trying to take care of himself. <laughs> nice! With a unicorn. And, uh, you know, he flashes images on a screen what, uh-huh. he's, what he's seen, and he keeps seeing Alana. That keeps popping up, and he's like, what is wrong with me? I can just, what's wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> that's great! It's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Very nice. Yeah. Prince Robot. <laughs> yeah. That was my number two. What was your number one? My number one is Spider-Man number seven by Brian Michael Bendis and Nico Leone. This is the one with uh, Miles Morales, right? Yeah. I, I'm on a Spider-Man kick this week, in case you don't know. You're about to find out. Uh, dude, he is tripping, because he also had a little vision with that kid. And so he's like, it starts off, and the Hulk is like beating the living crap out of everybody. And he has like Captain America in one hand, and Iron Man. I mean, he's like, and Miles Morales is like, please stop. He's like on his knees, and Hulk's like, Hulk kill. And like, just freaking out. And he wakes up in the middle of the room like, ah! And like, dude, are you having a nightmare? You know, gold balls is there. They see gold balls laying down, like little gold balls are, are popping up while he's sleeping. Really? It's freaking that, hilarious. That's pretty funny. Like, what the fuck? Anyway, so they wind up going, and Miles is having a hard time sleeping, you know, because he's having nightmares. Right, right. So he's in class at one point, and gold balls and Ganky see him, and so they throw like a paper, and it goes right in his mouth. He's like, ah, Hulk, ah! Like, and everybody looks at him like, go, get out of the room. That's what the teacher tells him, and he like gets pissed off. He meets another girl, another superhero that knows him, and they're trying to stop a crime. I can't remember what her name is, but. He's talking to her, and he's like, I don't know what to do. Tony Stark is asking me to join. I don't know if I join him or what do I do, but I've seen bad visions. Ulysses is a, is a guy he's seen. I've seen it, and I'm having nightmares, but he won't tell her what exactly what he's seen. Right. And she's like, tell him to stay out of it. Don't get involved. Don't get hurt. No reason to be involved in it. He goes, but Tony freaking Stark called me personally. What do I do? Just don't answer. <laughs> he's like, and then, that guy's a dick anyways. You don't want to And then Tony Stark <laughs> calls him again. So that was that thing. But the other part uh, – uh, so yeah, so he's, it's all based on him wanting to join, you know, the whole war thing or not, not knowing, but he's afraid of the vision he sees if he does join that Hulk is beating the shit out of everybody. Does he make a decision by the end of the episode or no? No. No? Okay. He doesn't know. It ends with him talking to Tony. So he doesn't know what he's going to do. That's another one I haven't had a chance to read yet, but I definitely will. It's really cool. I mean, I like it. I like the take on it. What was your number one? My number one was East of West, number 29, from Jonathan Hickman and Nick Dragota. Has this gotten any crazier? Any weirder? Yes. This is a, probably the craziest issue so far. Really? Uh, so you've got the kid with the balloon. Oh, I like that kid. Who's the beast Yeah. Or whatever. Well, I don't like him that way, but yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, he's in the desert. He's been through some shit, and there's a team of bounty hunters that have caught up to him. Well, the fucking balloon is lying to him. Not anymore. No? Who's telling the truth now? And he sees the world for what it is, right? So these three people show up, and they're all 
different abilities. Like one is a gunslinger, one is like this magic user. They're all from different areas of the the whatever. So they're planning to kill him. They were sent there to kill him, and he's like, "What do I do, balloon?" And the balloon's like, "Well, that guy's all bravado. You know, he's got his guns or whatever. Don't worry about him." Uh, the woman with the magic, you know, she thinks she's all that. You don't have to worry about her either. The other one is very strange, and the one that's not talking is the one you need to be afraid of. So he tries to kill that one first and ends up killing the girl. And then the gunslinger starts shooting at him, and he, like, rips the gunslinger in half. And then the third guy actually manages to catch, get the drop on him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has a gun to his head, and he's on the ground, and Balloon's like, wait, wait, I know what you are. And the thing is basically called a psalm. There was, I mean, it was based on the Bible verses of Psalms, and mm-hmm. there's, I think there's 140 verses, so there was 140 of these creatures, mm-hmm. and all of them are dead except for number 137. Nice. So when the balloon recites Psalm 137 to the guy, uh, he realizes he has no purpose in life anymore, and basically he shorts himself out and dies. Wow. So the balloon manages to stop him by basically saying his name. Wow. So kind of cool. That's tripped. Uh, and then the gunslinger, who we thought was dead, is like, I'm not going alone. I'm taking somebody with me. He climbs up this cliff, like ripped in half. He climbs all the way up this cliff and tries to take out the boy. And at the last minute, uh, right before he shoots him, a bullet flies into his head and his head explodes. And then Balloon and the boy turn around and look. Is Death? Death is standing there. Freaking awesome. And so Death is like, I've been looking for you for a long time. And he, he realizes who he is and he's like, you must be the fourth horseman. You must be Death. And he goes, I'm more than that. I'm your dad. Wow. And then it kind of ends, but then it also comes back, and there's like a, a sub story at the end, and it's talking about the other three horsemen that were defeated, mm-hmm. but they weren't actually killed. They just went into hibernation kind of mode. So now they break free from these stone rocks they're like trapped in, and they're fully grown. Oh, so no longer kids. They're no longer kids. Oh, they're, shit. they're like full grown monsters, and they're like, we got to find death. But there's, it looks like there's a new death, too. It looks like there's this other like skeletal thing that's with them. I don't know if that's supposed to be your death replacement or what, but it's pretty cool. It's a very cool issue. That's uh, tripped out. I, I've missed a couple issues of this. It's been kind of spotty, but, man, I, I really got to go back and find them. I love this series. It's so good. That's tripped out. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So that was my number one. What was your pick of the week? Pick of the week, man. No surprise here. It's a Spider-Man book. <laughs> Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spider-Gwen. No. Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that Spider-Gwen was a man. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man number 17 by Dan Slott. I can't even forget who does the pencils art. I don't know who to pick on it, so whatever. Just Dan Slott did it. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, okay. This is the continuation when Peter trying to figure out what the hell this jackal guy is or or this the the uh, operation. He, he knows the jackal. Well, the operation is to bring the people back to life. Right. So he sends in his buddy, the predator or whatever the hell he calls himself, the stalker. You know, he does that shit. And he's working with him. But his suit contains him into Spider-Man, so he tricks people thinking he's Spider-Man, but he's working with Parker. So he breaks into the place where the guy's at, and he's bringing people back to life. And he's trying to give Electro his powers back, but... His wife, or the girl he was there, he was with, who he killed before, she winds up inheriting his powers. And she kisses him, so she's, like, killing him. Connors is there, and, he, you know, he's just a lizard. And so he's talking, like, Parker this, or, or Peter Spider-Man this crap. So the guy's talking, like, we're the good guys. We're not the bad guys. We're the good guys. I'm bringing people back to life. Oh, by the way, you need this pill to survive every day. You must take this every day to survive. Mm-hmm. So the guy goes in there. He's like, holy crap, I got to stop this crap. That She's killing the shocker. So he goes in there. Electro, me, Electro. God damn it. He goes <laughs> to go Electro. So he goes in there and uh, they capture him, dude. And the chick, does the new shocker, Electro, whatever you want to call her, she like starts beating the crap out of him. And the dude's like, you can hurt him. Don't kill, though. 
well, she fried his ass. But you don't know that. And he comes back like, what is going on? He goes, I brought you back to life. You're living again, and now you know what we're doing. And he goes, yeah, I know what you're doing. You're doing a purpose. Yes, I'll join you. He goes, oh, by the way, you have to take this pill every day. He's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> so the guy that was helping Peter gets killed and comes back to life. And now he joins the bad guys, which they claim to be the good guys. Right. But then you see the next picture, and there's Spider-Man, there's Doc Ock. There's the robot with Doc Ock's silhouette behind him. Right. And that's how it ends. Cool. It's like, you fuckers. They're teasing. That's like the next cover to the next issue. Like you, so now you know this is how he's coming back. But he's going to take that damn pill. But for the life of me, I still don't understand why Spider-Man just didn't go in himself. Why he sent the second-rate guy in there. I don't know why Peter did that. Because he was talking to him as Peter Parker. He never once put the Spider-Man uniform on at all. It was all about another guy playing Spider-Man and being his own self. Hmm. That's it, weird. It, it, it's like, yeah, why, wouldn't you, why didn't you go in there? But it was good because you saw the new guy acting like Spider-Man and Spider-Man. Like, don't make jokes. You're not good at it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was good. It was really action-packed uh, to see. And then the girl get the power, and she's now the new shocker. Oh, God damn it. She's an Electro. She's now the new Electro, and she's like, she's crazy. Dude. Not Electra. 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 Yeah. He's, yeah. <laughs> she even has a suit. When, when, they, when they come back, she has a new suit on, and she looks cool. I was like, this is freaking cool. So it's, yeah, I read a little bit about it, but I haven't actually read the book yet. So I liked it. That is another one that's on my list. <laughs> Gotta read it. It's pretty good. I like what they're going with, especially if Doc Ock comes back. Yeah, I mean, I'm I love Superior, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. I think that's the only reason why I'm still really into it because it has gotten kind of goofy. I'm like, this is some stupid shit. But the fact that Doc may come back is why I'm so into it. Yeah, I understand that. That makes sense to me. What was your pick of the week, brother? My pick of the week was Sons of the Devil number ten from Brian Bucciolato and Tony Infante. Uh, we finally get to see what happened in the compound all those years ago. What happened? Uh, well, it wasn't the leader of the cult, the guy who actually made the deal with the devil who killed his kids. His kids were all stolen from him in the middle of the night, and he made it his goal to find them all, track them all down and kill them to complete the ritual. You see him talking to Satan. Satan actually like walks out of this mirror, and he's making the deal with him and everything. It's pretty fucking trippy looking. But then as the story goes on, the main character finds out that the therapist he's been going to see is actually his father. Oh, wow. So the whole time, the, the main cult leader, the devil guy, has been right in front of him this whole time. He, like, takes out the contact, and it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, he tries to run away and warn all the people that he's been meeting up, his other brothers and sisters. Uh-huh. And he calls the one guy, the biker guy, the one he never really trusted. Yeah. And he's like, look, he's here. We got we to gotta get together and get out of here. Uh, put put what's-her-name-on-the-phone, the girl that he's been yeah. really close with. And he's like, oh, she's she's not here anymore. And he hangs up. And then you see the image from there, and he's already shot her in the chest. And she's, like, laying on the floor in a pool of blood. Fuck. So, I mean, it was a, a very intense, very dark issue. Um, so his own therapist is the main... Oh. Right. Yeah. I didn't see that shit coming. I didn't really see that coming either. It was a nice little twist, and you had a lot of dark stuff going on. This is a really good series. Uh, it's, had, it's had some ups and downs. It was a little slow in places, but so far, it's been great. Well, overall. he was building the story, so right. I get that. So the devil walks out the mirror? Yeah. That's messed up, man. It's, it's a pretty <laughs> cool image, yeah. But I highly recommend checking out Sons of the Devil. I like it. Well, that is it for comics. Let's move on. Okay. If you enjoy comical podcasts and you want to help support us, there are some ways to do that. Number one is by going to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash comicalpodcast. We have a few people that support us already, and thank you to all of those who do. Uh, you can donate as little as a dollar a month or as much as you want to donate. Every little bit helps. We do have a lot of things we're trying to put together. We're getting to the point with the Horse Minions comic that pretty soon we'll actually be able to do a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe to raise the rest to print it into a collected edition. No freaking uh, way. We probably need about, I don't know, 40 or so more more strips. But nice. by the end of 
By the end of next year, for sure, we should have it printed out. Horse Minion is brought to you by Grey Bear Comics. It'll probably be under the Grey Bear moniker. But there you go. The you segue know, for you. Kick it in now. Chris Ryder will definitely get his. You know, <laughs> his I mean, due. His He's due. Getting his. Oh yeah, yeah, I got it for him. Right well, here. I mean, it's Chris, <laughs> it's mostly Chris's creation. I mean, I've helped with a couple of them, but uh-huh. it's almost entirely Chris. So. I definitely want to make sure that he gets the credit for that, but I'm I'm excited that we're getting close that we'll be nice. able to do that. So he needs to be drawing himself in a furry costume. I'm looking forward to working <laughs> with him on that and getting that all put together. I think it'll be a fun thing to to have. That'd be cool. Uh, speaking of Grey Bear Comics, uh, if you want to check out our first book, Speak No Evil, we have it up on the site, GreyBearComics.com. There's a preview. You can buy the digital edition for three dollars or the physical edition for five dollars. Uh, all the Kickstarter rewards are boxed up. I've I've shipped out probably about three quarters of them. The rest are going out soon if you did back to Kickstarter. Uh, Kickstarter for issue number two is starting October 1st. So if you want to come out and support us again, please do. We're going to have some different rewards this time than we did last time. So uh, I'm even going to be contributing some art to the Kickstarter. Nice. So some Naked art. pictures of himself and George. There no, you go. No, like, <laughs> like paintings that I've made. Again, naked no, pictures of, George, of you and George. Yes, obviously. <laughs> hey, are these the boxes back here? Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, they don't look like a Loot Crate box. That would have been awesome. <laughs> Why would they? I don't know. You could open a box, fold it, forms like a dick or some shit. I don't know. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> uh, also, Amazing Con. Uh, George and I are going to be there promoting the book, selling the book and everything. I don't know if we're going to be there as Comical Podcast doing coverage or not. What the hell, uh, man? They have not responded to my messages or anything, so I don't know. So there'll be no horse at Amazing Con. It's not looking likely at this point. That's terrible. And that's pretty much it. Uh, so support us if you can. If you can't... That's fine, too. Boo! <laughs> uh, let's move on to everybody's favorite segment. Tell me a funny story. And it's you now, you bastard. No, it's your turn. No, I already went twice. Nice try. Or are you going to tell the lame story about how you tried to get me with the spider a third time? Uh, you didn't get me that time. God damn it, lick the mic again. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I was sticking my tongue out at you, and the mic just happens to be in the way. All right. Well... I've been on a diet, and I've been working out really hard really? to lose weight. Really? I've almost lost 50 pounds in uh-huh. the last three months, so oh, okay. I'm doing pretty good. I'd Took say. a big shit? Yeah, all, all of it came out at once. <laughs> I sat down, and it was like, <laughs> it, it was like reaching up for me in the toilet. like <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> the, bat, the toilet tried to grab Oscar. <laughs> so one night, a couple of weeks ago, uh, I'd been craving pizza for a while. I hadn't had it. I've been working out a lot, so I've really been trying to watch what I eat. But, you know, every once in a while, you got to give in, have a little bit. That's right. So I logged on to PapaJohns.com because I have an account with them. They do the rewards program thing, and you earn, like, Papa points every time you order pizza. Okay. And I actually had enough in my account for a free pizza. It had been sitting there for, like, three or four months. Nice. So uh, I had a free pizza, and I was like, awesome. So I ordered that. I ordered some cheese sticks. All in all, it was like eight bucks. Not a bad deal. That's right? good. So sitting in the bed, watching TV, waiting for my food to get there. Shows up, go and answer the door, pay the guy, come sit back down, open up the cheese sticks. Heather's like, oh, can I have one? I'm like, yeah, sure, because she never really eats pizza. She likes she doesn't like bread very much. Right. So I'm eating one. I give her one. She goes, ow. She pulls it out of her mouth, and there's a shard of glass. Holy shit. Baked into the crust of the cheesy bread. What the freak? And she cut her lip on it. And I was like, what, what the hell? Like, I mean, it's not like small either. It's like... Half an inch long. And it may not have been glass. It may have just been really sharp, jagged plastic. It's hard to tell when it's covered in grease and, and whatever. Uh, but it was definitely not supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right. So we set the glass or whatever aside. She went and cleaned her lip up. And then I opened up the pizza. And uh, I you know, I ordered the new 
uh, deep dish from Papa John's. They've been advertising it on TV and stuff, and I was like, oh, I want to try that. Sounds good. It was not. No? <laughs> it was ridiculous. Oh, I opened okay. up the box, and the thing was like a burned, disgusting, charcoal-looking mess of a pizza. Like, there was no cheese on it. There was giant gaps of just sauce-covered crust. The thing was basically black. What the hell? And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, Papa I, John's? I understand it was a free pizza, but like... That's why they gave it to you that. Put, put a little bit of effort into this. We like, had this pizza sitting back here. Let's give it to him. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit obnoxious. So I took pictures of uh, the glass shard and the thing, and I tweeted to Papa John's, and I was like, what the fuck, guys? This is ridiculous. And uh, they sent me to Papa John's support, who said, please DM us the information of the store. So I did. And I called the store and I was like, look, I want to get a refund. This is, this is insane. Like, I'm not paying anything for this. This is ridiculous. My wife cut her lip. My pizza's black. Like, I don't even want to eat it. And he's like, well, we can't get refunds, sir. I'm like, what do you mean you don't get refunds? And he's like, well, we don't, we don't get refunds. And I'm like, I don't want the pizza. Come take it back and give me a refund. He goes, we don't do that. He says, what we can do is we'll bring you another pizza. We're going to do that anyways, whether you, whether you do this or not. And then our owner can call you tomorrow. And if he feels like he's going to give you a refund, then you can go you know, get it from the store tomorrow. And I'm like, that's some bullshit. Like, ah, that is really weird. And he was like, okay, well, uh, I'm going to send the driver with another pizza. And he hangs up on me. And I was like, okay, asshole manager, what the hell? So I don't, I don't even eat any of the pizza. It's disgusting. So I set it aside. 20 or 30 minutes go by, nothing. Hour goes by, nothing. Oh, I'd have been pissed even more by then. Hour and 15 minutes, I was just like, fuck him. I'm just going to take this pizza back to the store tomorrow and get a refund. Yeah. There's a knock on the door. I go and answer it. It's the same kid from before. Okay. Uh, he goes, oh, here's your replacement pizza. And I, I don't even want that, man. And he's like, I just want a refund. Like, I told the guy that. He said, you don't do those. And he's like, well, you gave me cash, right? I said, yeah, I give you cash. And he goes, oh, hang on a second. He goes back to the car, comes back, hands me 10 bucks. I was like, okay, cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. And I was like, just keep, keep the pizza. Take it back, whatever. I don't want it. Right. I wasn't even going to eat that night. I was like, fuck. I hear you. So, you kept the best of pizza, though? I, I left it sitting on my counter. He didn't ask for it. Okay, all right, all right. So he leaves and he goes back to the store and uh, 20 minutes goes by. I figure it's done. Like I'd already been tweeting about it. I'd already talked to Papa John's online. You know, there's been a bunch of people retweeting me. I was like, I got some, some followers that are going to get involved in this if you guys don't make this right. That's what happens when I don't have any G's. I didn't even know this was going on. So uh, I get a call back from the manager and he's screaming at me. He's like, you motherfucker. He's like, we don't give refunds. How dare you take a refund from that guy? Now that guy's out 10 bucks. That guy's going to have to pay for your pizza that you stole. You're a thief. You're trying to steal pizza from me. And I'm like, I am not a thief. You want to go online and look. I posted pictures of this stuff. I've been talking to Papa John's support. I am not eating this garbage pizza you sent to my house. Like, nobody would. It's black. Uh And he goes, you're a liar and a thief, and there was no glass. And I'm like, there was. Maybe it's not glass. Maybe it was plastic. I'll give him that. Uh-huh. But there was still something hard and jagged and sharp inside that cheesy bread that was not supposed to be there. And I, I told him that. And he goes, well, we don't have anything like that. There's no way. And I'm like, well, I don't know where it could have come from. I don't know if you know something broke at somebody's house and they had it on their clothes and it fell in the dough. But it's there. I'm not making this shit up. I took a picture and I posted it. And he goes, well, you're just a liar and you're just trying to get free pizza. And I can't believe you screwed that kid over. And I'm like, I didn't screw anybody over. I was like, look, I filed a complaint with your online people. They said they're going to have the owners call me tomorrow. I will make sure that that guy gets a refund, and I will make sure that you get fired because this is ridiculous. You you cannot be a manager and talk to your yeah, your customers f- like that. This dude's probably about four foot five, some shit like that. You can't just tell people they're a liar and a thief. I don't give a shit. About, I could buy another pizza from somewhere else if I wanted to buy a pizza. Like I don't give a shit about your garbage pizza. Uh-huh. Like it was, it was free. It was nice that it was free. I used to be a customer who bought a lot of pizza. I stopped doing that because I started trying to lose weight. But I had a free pizza sitting there, and I was like, screw it. I'm going to 
Try yeah. to take advantage of this. Why not? So he's like, you know what? I don't even care anymore. You're no longer welcome to shop at this, this store or any other Papa John's. And he hangs up on me. What the fucking loser? And I was like, you motherfucker. So I tweeted to Papa John's and I started telling them this story on Twitter. All of a sudden, I have a friend that works at the Houston Press. Oh, yeah. She messages me and she's like, can you tell me the whole story? I think I want to make a, an article about this. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah. oh fuck yeah. So oh, I, yeah. I typed up like a really long email and sent it to her with all the pictures and everything. We ended up not using it because it got resolved the next day. But Really? Oh, shit. You got to tell me the result. <laughs> well, I thought it was done. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I called Papa John's customer support after I got off the phone with the guy and he hung up on me. Mm-hmm. And I was like... You know, you, you got this guy who's just treating, berating his customers. I mean, he's cussing up storm at me and telling me that I'm a liar and a thief and I'm no longer welcome to shop at your store. And I mean, that's fine. I'm never going to eat your garbage pizza again after this experience. But uh-huh. you need to do something about this because this is really bad customer service. And you guys are going to lose a lot more customers than just me from this crap. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, okay, well, give me your whole statement. I'll take it down. And I'll make sure the owners call you tomorrow. So I give him the whole statement. He, he passes it along, whatever. They can't do anything over like right then. Like how how insane is that? They they don't give refunds. You can't resolve the. I mean, it wasn't even that late. It was like nine o'clock. Like somebody should have been calling me after I was kicking up such a shitstorm. Yeah, you know, especially after it was. Well, I, I'm starting to think it's because they think it's a hard shard glass or plastic, and now they're worried about a lawsuit. I think that's why they're dragging their feet. They're probably trying to get their shit in order in case you wanted to take it that way. That's probably why. Usually it's what happens. When other people like that, corporations don't move their feet as quickly, they're lining up their defense. They're getting themselves ready. They're pulling back their guard to be ready, taking statements to be ready just in case if you want to come after a lawsuit. Because you got their ass. Their shit in the pizza. You could literally sue these fuckers. Yeah, I know that. Because you don't know, number one, you don't know if that glass is in the manager. The manager didn't care. He just kept denying. He kept denying. He kept telling me I was a liar. Yeah. (laughs) He fucked his own self anyway. I'll continue on, sir. So, you know, the next day... Uh, probably around 6 or 7 p.m. They waited the entire day. To call of course. Me. Uh-huh. The owner calls me, and he has an attitude. Oh, really? He calls me, and wow. he's, he's like, is this Justin Corbett? And I was like, yeah. He goes, I understand you had a problem with our pizza last night, and you ended up stealing the money from the delivery driver. And I was like, well, I guess that's one way you can look at it, but that's ridiculous. I was like, I tell him the entire story. And I'm like, look, I got my refund. I'm happy. I'm not eating this garbage pizza. You don't have to worry about me ever again. I will never, ever frequent your store again, and I will tell people not to shop at Papa John's for this reason. Mm-hmm. I was like, the only thing that I want is to make sure that that delivery driver got his money back because it's, it's not fair of you guys to screw that kid. All I want is a refund mm-hmm. and he shouldn't have to pay for it. I want you to promise me that you're going to give that kid a refund. Get, give that kid the $10 back. After you tell me that's going to happen, I'm going to go away. I, I don't want anything else to do with you guys. I just want to make sure that kid's taken care of because it's not fair to him. It's not his fault. He, in the entire interaction, he was the only person who was polite and mm-hmm. nice, like he came to the door and he was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Let me, I'll take care." Like he he did the right thing, what he thought was the right thing, which was obviously the right thing, and got punished for it mm-hmm. because that other manager is a prick. I tried to talk to the owner about what a piece of shit the manager was too, and the owner was like, "Well, I I've never heard that before. Everybody that talks about this guy just raves about him and says he's a great employee. Like he treats everybody so well. Everybody loves this guy." And I was like, well, not me. He was an absolute asshole to me, and he needs to be sent to some kind of customer relations training course or something because you can't just start yelling at customers and tell them they're a liar and a thief and cussing up a storm at them. That's ridiculous. Which this dumbass just did. Well, he, he stole money. No, he didn't. He didn't. Well, he did say that, but he didn't cuss up a storm. He, okay. was, he was professional, at least. Uh-huh. He was just going off the statements that the other two people Oh, I'd have ripped his ass a new one. But anyway, go ahead. And he was like, well, I'll take that under consideration. But as far as I know, he's, he does a good job. So... Um, I can't really say anything's going to happen to him. All I can say is that I will make sure that that kid gets re- reimbursed, and uh, hopefully we never see you again. 
And I said, yeah, you won't. Just make sure that kid gets his money. He goes, I will. And that was the end of it. But What a piece of shit. Yeah. Why didn't you let the Houston Press ride up on their ass? They decided not to. After they, she, she wrote me back the next day and asked me what happened. And I told her that they got back in touch and they were going to reimburse the kid. Uh-huh. And uh, we were just going to let it go after that. And she said, okay, well, then I'm not going to push trying to get the story out there because if it's been resolved, there's really no reason to. And I was like, I understand. But they were on the, the edge. They were on the brink. If they hadn't called me back by, by 6 p.m. that night, it was going to happen. <laughs> they were going to get blasted in the Houston press. Like, they called me at just the last moment to try to salvage the situation. Fuck that shit, dude. I still would fucking blast them. You want me to go blast them? I'll blast them. Motherfucker, I'll go in there and blast him to his face. Yeah, so don't shop at Papa John's, people. Uh, boycott that place, because fuck them. That's fucking ridiculous. The pizza's not even very good anyways. Like, I hate Papa John's. They're like the worst pizza place. The only thing is, they're like the only place in this area that delivers to my house. So mm. now I can't even get pizza delivery at all. Damn. So, but, I mean, it's okay. I don't need to eat pizza very much anyway. It's like, I'm, like I said, I'm trying to lose the weight, so I'm not eating very much bread. I'm not eating very much pizza. Did you use my line? Are you drunk? <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> when the guy was yelling at me, I almost screamed at him and said that. It did cross my mind. <laughs> Should have picked up the phone and called me, I dog. Looked, I looked down at my WWMD bracelet, and I was like, what would Miguel do? Yeah. <laughs> and then you looked at the other one. This will get you locked up. <laughs> I thought about driving up there and just throwing the pizza in his face. <laughs> like I was really pissed off. I was angry at that guy because he was such an asshole. Like, I understand loss retention and that kind of thing. Like, I was a manager at a McDonald's for, like, seven years. I've managed a lot of different places. I understand, like, you can't just let the customers rip you off. But I know I know it's a little bit different than a pizza place. You can't just berate them and call them a liar and a thief. And, you know, you got to work out something with them. If they call and say they want a refund, you don't just say a blanket statement of, we don't do that. Now, I understand who you are, and I know who I am, and I know who a lot of our friends are. We're law-abiding citizens. We don't do it. We get pissed off and we get angry and we'll take it out via press, whatever. But this jackass better watch who the hell he yells at because he may yell, you know this town we live in. Fuckers get shot for less than that. Oh, but he's a great guy. He's going to be a great guy with a slug in his ass because somebody's stupid out there. You can't trust people out here anymore. No, no. Dude, I had some idiot act like an asshole on the road the other day with me and I didn't even do shit to him. He was just pissed off because I wasn't going fast enough. Like, really? You want to try to run me off the road? Do you know what happens to people who try to run me off the road? I saw a video on Facebook last night that reminded me of you, too. Really? Uh, it, was, it was in Houston. It was bumper-to-bumper uh, bumper traffic. Mm-hmm. There's a car in front, a car behind, and another car trying to merge over in between them. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, almost touching the bumper of the guy in the front. Wow. And he keeps trying to force his way over, and the guy behind in the left lane won't let him over. Uh-huh. He just keeps moving up as, as close as he can. He refuses to let the guy over. And they're screaming at each other through their windows. And so... The guy in the right lane pulls back over a little bit, so he's in the middle, opens his door and gets out. And I was like, oh, shit, it's about to go down. Mm-hmm. Well, his wife scoots over into the driver's seat, and he gets out, and he stands. He crosses his arm and stands and looks at the guy. So the guy, the guy that was, like, closing the gap so that he can't move anymore. And the guy just runs him over. Wow. <laughs> you get out the car, I'm going to run your ass over. And so the guy gets up, and he sits on top of the guy's hood, and he's, he's not moving. He's like... Just refusing to move. People are crazy, man. This is the guy that got ran over? The guy that got ran over, like, stood back up and then sat on top of the guy's hood. Oh, because they didn't run over him that hard because he was barely moving. That's well, yeah. I mean, there's not a lot. There's, like, three feet to move up. Jesus. Just because he refused to let the guy in. See, that's how somebody in the car has a gun, caps somebody on the street, and somebody's dead. Mm-hmm. People are fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I've seen some shit here the last couple of days. Like, are you fucking kidding me? No patience either. No. Granted, you and I know I'm nuts. <laughs> so I'm like the one not to mess with. But I have that little thing that stops you from the point where you commit a crime. <laughs> so I don't actually go out there and do anything. Thankfully. <laughs> no, it's, but it's starting to waver. Just letting you know. I'm pushing my buttons. <laughs> no. Yeah, people are nuts. I'm surprised you didn't go up there and throw the pizza in the guy's face and I, kick some ass. You know, I was really angry. That whole night, I was really angry. But it got resolved to my satisfaction. I mean, they completely glossed over the glass or the plastic or whatever. When I talked to the owner about it, he was like, well, I don't know what that could be, sir. We don't have any glass or, or plastic like that. And nice. I'm like, bullshit. I know you have you know, something there. Because this had to be something. Like, it, it didn't just come from nowhere. Like... Yeah, you know, I, I, I mean, maybe somebody did bring it from home in their clothes or something. I mean, it is possible, but it's extremely unlikely. Well, you're a fucking crook. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know. I'm such a thief. I know. Hey, you know what you do? Instead of this year when we do our leaflets for Comapalooza next year, we should do like our leaflets on Papa John's. <laughs> Don't buy it for Papa John's. They put glass in your food and just hand it out. <laughs> How you like that shit, Papa I'm just gonna John's? Get a, I'm just going to get a shirt with the picture of the pizza on it and say, this came from Papa John's. Don't shop here. <laughs> <laughs> Freedom of the press. Yeah. There you go. All right, well, I don't know how funny that was, but uh, it was definitely a memorable experience from last week. So. Pizzagate 2016. It is, really. <laughs> Let's move on. The shard. <laughs> the shard. The shardening. Uh, <laughs> Let's move on to this week's comics, movie, and TV news. What do you want to talk about first? Well, I want to talk about some comics today. Okay. A couple more exclusive deals with DC were made. All right. Uh, Rafa Sandoval, Robson Rocha, and Otto Schmidt have all signed deals. Okay. Uh, they're all people that work on Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. Okay, that's why I didn't know who they were. Okay. But they're all part of DC officially now. Well, congratulations to them. Uh, Justice League versus Suicide Squad was just announced. Really? It's going to be a six-issue miniseries that starts in December. Who's doing it? Uh, I don't have any information beyond that it was announced. Okay. All right. So, I'm going to have to check it out. So we'll have a Justice League versus Suicide rebirth. <laughs> Zero or one, and then, I mean, then issue one comes out. <laughs> maybe, maybe, that's, maybe this is alluding to a future movie, you know? <laughs> that could happen, because Suicide Squad was a lot more popular than people thought they were going to. I definitely made some money. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, Image has announced that they're relocating their offices to Portland, Oregon. Uh, they finally came out and said what the reason was, which... Cheaper? was Well, I mean, it's cheaper, but it's also what a lot of people expected. A large number of their creators live up there. Oh, okay. Like, I've, I'm friends with a whole bunch of guys that live in Portland because I love their comics. It kind of makes sense for Image to move where their creators are. Yeah. That way they can work on a more face-to-face or, or close True. contact kind of basis. And if enough of them live there, it makes a lot of sense, so... Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Huh. Is that where you're moving to? I wouldn't mind living in Oregon. It's actually really nice up there. I don't know if I'd live in Portland, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Marvel has been teasing an MU mystery project for a few months. They finally announced what that is and then uh, told us some more information about it. So it's going to be Monsters Unleashed, and it's like a throwback to the 1970s monster comics, like Tomb of Dracula, Werewolf by Night, nice. Frankenstein's Monster. Sweet! So we're getting a lot of those titles back, Man-Thing. Uh, and I got your man thing. Yeah, I know you, <laughs> I, I know you do. Uh, Colin Bunn is the main writer, the main driving force behind the stories. Oh, so hell like yeah. A whole team of different artists attached. They've only announced Colin Bunn as the only writer so far. That's enough for me. Uh, but yeah, that's enough for me too. I love those classic monster Dude, comics. that's going to be freaking amazing. Yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to checking those out. It's going to be fun. Hopefully the art's... The artists they get are going to be you know, pretty badass. The list, I, I didn't write them all down, but the list they have so far looks pretty good. Oh, okay, cool. So, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, IDW, you know, they have all the G.I. Joe, Transformers, uh-huh. Micronauts, all that stuff. You know, they've talked a long time about making a shared universe kind of thing. Well, they're finally starting that with a new team 
called Revolutionaries, uh, and it's going to start in uh, September. It actually starts September 14th. Okay. And it's a team featuring G.I. Joe, Transformers, ROM, Micronauts, Action Man, and Mask. So it's like a big team up with different people from different... Uh, what comics. the hell, man? I don't, I don't know how that's going to work, but uh, I almost kind of want to check it out just to see how people from Micronauts and people from the Transformers work together. <laughs> Galatron's is going to show up and blow everybody away. <laughs> I mean, you know... The Transformers are definitely a little more overpowered than some of the others, but yeah, hello, <laughs> Cobra, la 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 la, going to team up with, with Gabaldon, <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps I'm, I'm interested to see how that goes. Interesting. Uh, Batman Day is coming up as well. That's September 17th. Uh, tons of retailers are involved this year. It's not just the comic shops. Like you can go to Barnes and Noble. You can even go to Pottery Barn, and they're having Batman themed. I don't know about Batman Day. Yeah, it came out last year. You remember they they did the uh, free issue number. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, okay, yeah. I forgot that's what they called it. It's the same thing this year, but uh, a lot of shops, non comic book shops, are getting involved, and they're all going to have Batman merchandise and it's freaking Batman. I mean, even like Pottery Barn, like I said, that's kind of a weird connection to it. But yeah, yeah. that picture of a uh, uh, Ben Affleck. <laughs> Whatever you want, man. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Batman, and that's it for comics. Cool. What do you want to do next? Give me some TV. Okay. Uh, we we saw the first footage of Stargirl in the new Legends of Tomorrow trailer. Uh-huh. She looks pretty badass, actually. Yeah, she does. Um, I, Too bad I don't have the damn CW. I ain't going to be able to see it. Come on, Dish. Sign that deal. Oh, I called them, by the way. They're on the verge of signing the deal with, with CW, a local. Come on, Dish. Are you drunk? Yeah, hurry up, man. <laughs> you're cutting the shit close. Yeah, so uh, I still got to catch up on the last season. I'm like three or four episodes behind, but... Um, there's enough interesting things in season two that I, I think I'm going to, and I think I'm going to continue on with it. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers is developing a live-action Black Lightning series. Um, it's being overseen by Greg Berlanti, the same guy that does Arrow and Flash and all the DC okay. stories, so hmm. could be cool. Shannon Purser, the girl who played Barb in Stranger Things, okay, is coming to Riverdale. She's nice. Gonna be, she's going to be playing... Uh, Ethel Mags. Oh, God. And then uh, Robin Givens has also been cast as the mayor. So, <laughs> wow. Uh, I haven't really seen anything about Riverdale so far, but they keep announcing casting stuff. So, uh, Barb is a lot of people's favorite character from Stranger Things. But you still haven't watched it, right? I started watching, but I haven't gotten very far yet. Okay, you gotta you got to catch up on that. Like, okay. it's, it's fantastic. Um, and you'll see what I mean about Barb. Okay. You'll, you'll feel for her. Is that the girl? Is that the teenage girl? It's the redhead girl who's friends with the, the main sister. Okay, no, I haven't seen her yet. Okay. No, 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 yeah. They were talking down the hall, right? They were talking about the boy that likes her. Right. She's, okay, I see. She's her. like the quote unquote uncool friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I know who she is. Barb is actually like a really good person. Which- okay, so I've seen a glimpse of her because the first episode I'm in right now, Winona Riders already went to the sheriff and trying to. My son is missing. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, because she already talked to the. The daughter was in school talking to her friend. So that's Barb. Okay, yeah. all, right, all right. I know who she is now. Yeah. So you got to finish that for sure. Yeah, she could play Ethel. Yeah, I can see that. You're going to love this. Uh, ABC is developing another Marvel series, and it's based on the New Warriors. But Nova? Possibly. Oh. The team is going to be led by Squirrel Girl. <laughs> fuck you. I am watching that shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Is Anna Kendrick going to play it? Possibly. All right. That may pull me in. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. I am not watching Squirrel. That is going to have like the lowest rate. You know who's going to watch Squirrel Girl? A lot of people. Bri Fi is going to watch Squirrel oh, Girl. Oh, absolutely. A lot of people. I'll watch it. Uh, Fuck. Pe- people love Squirrel Girl, man. You're you're definitely in the minority not being a fan of Squirrel Girl. Hey. Hey. 
Racist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're we're both in the minority for not liking Spider Gwen. Everybody loves Spider Gwen. Everybody loves Squirrel Girl. That's kind of the. That's because they're busy trying to stuff her down our throats. I don't think so. I mean, she's got her own series. Chip Zdarsky's writing her, but like, it's not like she's in a lot of team books or anything. I, I kind of got off of it. I'm done. You don't really see her that much. I was happy when she came back for a little bit, and then she could go back and die. But Squirrel Girl, I don't get it. Okay, I could probably go back to. You know what it was when we met Spider Gwen is when it, I, I lost all interest. <laughs> I, I liked Spider Gwen when we first were introduced to her, but then they started writing her completely different. And no, you misunderstood me. When we met Spider Gwen at the con, that's when I was I was done. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I didn't misunderstand. <laughs> I was done. Uh, but as back to Squirrel Girl, I don't get it. I don't get the love with that character. I really don't. I'd rather have a serious on Rom <laughs> or or freaking. That's possible. Or or. or Give me some other character that ain't worth a damn. <laughs> that like a C-rated character who's like, hell, how come I can't get a series that's on Dr. Bong? Really? Hello? I think Dr. Bong would be a perfect villain for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, I think so, too. <laughs> oh, I'm all in. I would love to see that. Oh, but anyway, okay, so who else is going to be in, in the New Warriors? Uh, well, that's all they've announced so far. Uh, they're, they're actually Girl. calling it Scroll Girl and the New Warriors. Oh, my God. So. Shoot me now. <laughs> Is it on Fox? Uh, I don't really know anything. You said ABC, ABC right? Yeah. Damn it, I said I hope it was on Fox. It yeah. get canceled after episode one. But anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for it. I mean, I, I want to see what they do with her. Do they say what day and time? They're developing it. Okay. So, I mean, it's still uh, a long ways away. Uh, and it may not work, but they're going to try it. Uh, so. <laughs> I'm going to like it. You had me all like, I was like, yeah, we're going to see those dog and cat people? And then you're like, squirrel girl, you piece of crap. <laughs> you suck. I know what you like. <laughs> no, I don't like Squirrel Girl. Uh, let's see. Speaking of Stranger Things, uh, they renewed it for a second season, which is really exciting. I would say great, but I haven't finished season one. I'm not <laughs> I'm not at all surprised. It's one of the best shows that's come out of this year for sure. Um, and then the very last piece of TV news is that American Gods has cast Jeremy Davies as Jesus. It's kind of a weird casting choice. I don't know anything about this. Uh, yeah, you haven't read American Gods, have you? No. Yeah, it's one of Neil Gaiman's books. It's pretty good. It's, uh, it's. I'd actually say it's really good. Um, if you never read American Gods, I, I highly recommend checking it out. Don't they know who who Jesus really is? It's it's this guy, Daniel Faraday. No, it's Jim Caviezel. Jesus, <laughs> that's Daniel Faraday from uh, from Lost. No man, it's Jim Caviezel, man. Jesus. Oh, yeah, well, person of interest is kind of over. So, well, that's why I'm saying he's free. <laughs> you know, he can reprise the role. That's right. <laughs> All right, could have been worse. You could have said Jesus. Could be Kanye. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, let's move on to movies. All right. Uh, John Favreau is returning to the Marvel Universe. Yeah, I heard about this. He's been cast as Happy Hogan in the Spider-Man Homecoming movie. Freaking sweet. Everybody likes Happy. Everybody likes Favreau. So. Yeah, Favreau's a great guy. Yeah, pretty excited about that. Hannibal Burris, pretty pretty well-known comedian nowadays, has been cast as Peter Parker's gym teacher <laughs> in Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> that's going to be pretty good. Uh, I think that's going to be real great. Uh, ben Affleck has uh, been teasing us with some stuff. Uh, he, he tweeted a picture of Deathstroke walking out of this aircraft carrier. Dude, that freaking just uh, gave me the goosebumps. It looks really awesome, but he, he initially tweeted it with no context or anything, just this real short video clip. Now it's being kind of confirmed that Deathstroke's going to be the main villain in the solo Batman movie, which is awesome. Oh, it's going to be like the game, man. Uh, it probably will have some similarities to Arkham. Getting wood right now, man. I'm excited. I'm <laughs> really excited. Like we've never really seen Deathstroke done right on on screen. Mino Bino was pretty good as Deathstroke, but he was probably a little too campy. <laughs> Maybe a little bit, 
just because it was arrowish. Uh-huh. I mean, just CW. Like we're going to see really dark, lethal. Of course, because Batman is Affleck at the point, and so Batman's in that stage of his life too. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be. Awesome. I'm not trying to take anything away from Andrew Bennett either, because I love the guy. He's a great actor. But getting the bumps, man. I'm getting the bumps. I am really excited to see Deathstroke on the big screen. Woo. So, pay that, my mo- take my money now. <laughs> that is pretty much it for movies. Hey, don't forget. Godzilla's coming. Godzilla Resurgence is actually going to be shown here in the U.S. now uh, in September. Select screens. Select yeah. screens, yeah. But for you Godzilla fans, uh, IMAX, I think, is something else. So it's going to have to be on the big screen someplace. But I wanted to pass that out. Cool. Uh, and that's pretty much it, guys. Uh, I want to remind you to please follow us on our social media. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash comical podcast. On Twitter and Instagram, I am at comical podcast. I'm at comical podcast, too. And you can find my nards on gold balls at. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You want me to start that? I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Instagram will block me. <laughs> uh, you can also subscribe to the show on iTunes or Stitcher. And uh, if you do, please leave us a five-star review. Um, we're also on SoundCloud if you want to listen to us that way. Next week, we're going to be – well, I'm going to be at Amazing Con the whole weekend. Oh, you suck. I don't, I don't know for sure if Miguel will be there or not. Because uh, I got no tickets. If we record, it's probably going to be Monday night or Tuesday night. So next week's episode will probably come out middle of the week instead of early in the week. So how much is it to get to an amazing con? I think it's $35 for a day. All right, all my peeps, I need $35. Send $35 <laughs> for our Patreon site so I can go. Uh, it'd be, I'd be very happy if you could help my brother out. You know, uh, I ain't got no money. <laughs> and that is pretty much it, guys. So we will see you middle of the week next week. Till that time, keep on laughing, bitches. And don't eat Papa John's. Fuck that place. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>